Welcome to episode number 13 of Blowing Wind with the Great Southern Brain Fart. This time around, we're talking to my old buddy Michael Sweet of Striper. That's right, folks. God's Bumblebees are back in 2018, and they've delivered their strongest, hardest-hitting album, in my opinion, with Goddamn Evil. Getting the opportunity to talk to Mike is always a treat. He's a fan of the blog, and even though he's used to me dropping F-bombs, I tried my hardest to behave myself and watch my language. Sorry, Mikey. Anyway, (laughs) we talked about all kinds of stuff. We talked about how having some new blood in the form of bassist Perry Richardson has re-energized the band both on and off the stage. We also talked about the irony of being banned because of their latest album title, and, well, as always... Mikey and I just talked, because that's just what we do best. As always, it was an amazing time talking to him, and I hope y'all will enjoy this episode of Blowing Wind with the Great Southern Brain Fart. So strap in and enjoy. Michael, welcome to the Great Southern Brain Farts Blowing Wind podcast. This is my kind of title, my kind of show. <laughs> I kind of figured it would be that way. You and I have had these conversations in the past, you know. <laughs> we kind of connect on this odd level, you know. So. I just, I just had a great burrito last night. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'll, I'll be honest, between you and uh, Lawrence Gowan of Sticks, you two have probably been my biggest fans of the name. <laughs> I can see that with Lawrence, man. Lawrence is a character, so I could totally see that. Which is so funny, because coming from a lot of the hard rock metal dudes, they're all just kind of like, okay, yeah, cool. But then like you and Lawrence are like, yes! I'm down with this. Yeah, dude. I, lo- I love that guy. We we had so much fun when we toured together, and he, he's just a riot. He really is. You know, he yeah, he's such he's such a great positive. You know, just I mean, you, you, you talk about someone that's grateful. You know, for doing what they do. Oh yeah. You know, it's it, it's it's always so so refreshing to speak to people like that. You know, and and man, it and, is. And this is like our. I think this is our either third or fourth interview. So I feel like. Like, you know, you should have like I should have bought you flowers or something. You know. Oh, uh, hey man, dude. You know what? It's I'm sure we're gonna have many more at some <laughs> point. We'll be saying this is our thirtieth interview. You know, we'll celebrate our paper anniversary somewhere along the line. You know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, so how? So I have to tell you first, like right out the gates, goddamn evil, brilliant, love the fucking record, man. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I get I get excited and I you know what, what happens. You, 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 dude, you never have to apologize. No worries. But I'm uh, serious. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it. It's, it's we feel it's our best, and 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 we've gone on record saying that, and uh, you know people get up in arms about it, but we really do feel. It. Feel and believe that absolutely. You know, I just had this 
conversation with a good friend of mine uh, the other day where we were talking about how um, when bands go out on tour, and especially bands that are continuing to put out new music, and how disappointing sometimes it is when you go see a band and you get like one song off of a new album and then you get like you know so while I understand it's important to play the hits I'm always very impressed with bands like you know like Striper and Iron Maiden and you know you know, even like I just recently saw Alice in Chains and who who are still even though they're very proud of their legacy and they they play the songs that the fans want to hear there's a certain level of pride in their new material that that they infuse a good fair amount of their new material into their sets because it again like i said it shows that pride in the album so exactly so with that being said um like what? Are, what do we? What do we? What can we? Ex- what can we expect to hear when you guys hit Atlanta on the goddamn Evil tour? As far as like new material. Well, right now we have four songs in the set. That's four great. new songs. That's yeah. awesome. And, you know, it, we we're gonna rehearse uh, another one uh, today and tomorrow. We're gonna we're planning on it certainly by Atlanta having it in the set. Uh, so by that point, we'll have five songs. And then once we hit the ground again uh, in the fall, we're going to add another song. We'll have six songs off the new album. So you can't beat that. I mean, these songs go over really well live. People enjoy them. Uh, they get the same response as the classics. It's it's incredible. And that's a great feeling because, again, you know, like, so a good friend of mine, he's um, he's a, a, a promoter. I mean, well, not a promoter, a, pub, a, a, a PR guy. And he, he emailed me, like, right after the promos of the album went out. And he was like, have you heard Take It to the Cross yet? Have you heard Take It to the Cross yet? And I was like... No, I haven't heard it yet. He's like, dude, go listen to Take It to the Cross right now. You're going to lose your fucking mind. And I was like, okay. And I went and listened to it. And the minute that chorus kicked in, I was like, holy shit, man. These guys are like like not next level stuff and then when i did did my research i was like dude they had matt from shadows fall on it dude, oh yeah so- you know matt matt made perfect sense because you know we were going for that particular style on the courses mm-hmm. especially which is bordering on thrash you know and we've had a lot of people over the years say man do something thrashy do something thrashy and take it to the cross was our answer to that right okay and uh, you know even though it's not like hardcore thrash it's it, it borderline it's it's borderline uh, so matt was the perfect fit to come in and do the vocal on that and you know that's a song it's interesting with that song it, it it's either it's love and hate i mean you can go to youtube and read every comment and literally you'll see a comment that says best song they've ever done i love it the next one is this sucks i hate it <laughs> the next, next comment next comment is wow brilliant next comment is Wow, this is terrible. Or the one I've heard is like, it's great up until the chorus. And then the other one I've heard is that that it's great, and then the chorus comes in, and it blows your face off. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I I, I have to say, for me, the chorus is the best part. (laughs) I love it. I love that. I mean, it's the best part of the song. And it's like, you remove the chorus, and what's the point? It's so, so silly. But it also goes back to kind of like, I mean, isn't that kind of how a Striper always functioned? Was in this in this fashion that 
you guys did what you wanted to do, there was always going to be this love hate, um, like yep. relationship with the general public, not even just with your fans, but with the general public itself. And yet you guys just always just said, eh, we roll with it. You completely, you, know? you, you nailed it. You nailed it. And that, that's not just musically, that's uh, lyrically, that's our image, our, our look, yellow and black. I mean, you, we, we knew people were going to make fun of us because we wore yellow and black headed though, but did we, did we care? No. No. No, oh, yeah, I mean we do. Striper's always been about doing our own thing and and knowing that we're going to get grief for it and not really caring about that. I mean, we still respond to stuff and we still, you know, talk to people and try to explain and educate them on what we're all about and everything. But you know what? It, it, Striper's got more haters than probably all metal bands combined. <laughs> which is which is funny because. Like again, you think you got a tough. You think you got a tough if you're in. You know, uh, uh, you know, you pick any metal band. You think you got a tough? Come, 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 hang with Striper for a week. <laughs> because you've also got the unfortunate, or, or, you know, or, or like for you, it's probably kind of fortunate because I, I know you and you enjoy that because you kind <laughs> of take that fuel, you know. Because what I always. And what I always got out of Striper was that, like, you know, instead of, like, you know, retaliating and spending all your time doing this, you're just like, eh, you know what? If you like it, cool. If you don't, cool, too, you know? But you know what? We, we can kind of take that fuel and put it to the music. And, boy, if you hate us now, you're really going to hate us after this one. You know what I mean? There's no, like, no question, man. No, no. We, we use all the negativity as fuel. That's what fuels the fire in this band. And we, that's why we're still going stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. There's no signs of stopping, and I think it, it irritates some people because we're the band that we're the band that won't go away. Yeah, and, and I think some people want us to. Well, you know, I, to be honest, like I would want you to go away if you quit making quality music. But it's like yeah. one of those type of things where, like, you know, I, I, you know, I've said this before. There's bands like Maiden who continue to put out material that makes them. Totally relevant yes. and and a, a very much a viable band in the time. So like, yeah. you know, I've never heard Maiden make an album where I said like, oh man, they should just pack it in. Like they make an album and I go, damn, they still have fuel in the tanks. You know, whereas yes. like Striper, in my opinion, I felt like you guys always had that fuel, but now you're like tapping into the reserves and like, it's just coming out heavier. You know what I mean? So you, you, you said you'd want us to go away if we weren't putting out good music. So in other words, you want many other bands out there to go away. <laughs> well, but, but you know, the, but a good example. And, and I know. To, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you. And it, it, I think sadly there, there are some bands out there that just don't care anymore and, or they don't try anymore and you know bands like Made and Do you see the bands that really still love what they do and they still work hard at it and you know who those bands are oh you know, yeah Priest, Priest just released a killer album uh, you know and, and and then you'll go see a band uh, that just doesn't care anymore and you're, you're kind of sitting there thinking at least I am like why are you doing this 
why, why don't you just stop? You know, and that's so funny because, like, and, and that kind of segues into into my next thing was that you mentioned priest, and you know, yes. priest just put out, in my opinion, like the the, I mean, to me, it's like the best stuff they've done since Defenders of the Faith, or like you know, like yep. it's almost like this missing link between um, um, screaming for vengeance and painkiller, you know. So it's like, but. They've also kind of undergone, you know, a, a shift in lineup. And again, I'm not one to like, you know, ponder upon this. But one of yeah. the things I did notice on this is that a the shift in lineup with you guys was definitely apparent in the recording because it felt like there was some infused energy but that, well, that and, yeah. and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong but maybe there was also some infused frustration with like the kind of over like oversaturation of the topic in the media you know like the thing is, is like you and I I've also talked about this with other people is that I said you know what I'm not going to talk about the same things that every other person is going to ask you because you've answered it a thousand times, you know? So we know there's been a change. I know my daughter, my daughter reads through all the interviews before we post them. And she's like, dad, you say the same thing over and over. Right. And so, so, so to me, it doesn't make any sense to ask about it because the whole world knows at this point, okay, guess what? There's been a shift in the lineup of Striper, but what I want to know from you. And thank God. Thank God. Yeah. And And that's, you know, that's to say, in a good way, you know, we're we are re-energized and, and you know, to use cliche words, renewed and restored and all of the above. I mean, we feel like a new band again. We feel young. We feel recharged mm-hmm. and we're smiling. And because of all that, that's coming through in the music. Yes, it absolutely is coming through in the music. And it came through on the album. And what I was curious to ask you is what about the live dynamic? Because I haven't seen oh it gosh. live. Well, you, you tell me when you do. Okay. And, you know, everybody so far that sees it, and I mean, when I say everyone, I mean everyone, says, what a difference. Mm-hmm. What a difference. I mean, there's this, there's this new level of energy, uh, musicianship, uh, vocal abilities, harmonies, locking in, uh, you know, uh, joy. You know, and more uh, smiling and having fun, and you, you'll see you'll see a huge difference, and uh, it's really amazing. And we're we're just so thrilled, man. It's really cool. So, how hard is it though, like for you, when you have to go through this whole rigmarole of like interview after interview, and people are going, so like, why did this happen? And like, and you have to find yourself constantly like almost justifying it in some ways. Like, is it it, it is, is is it just at some point where you're just kind of like, you know, like just guys, just let the music do the talking. If you see us happy and you know we're happy, let us be happy. Like, it's really nobody else's business why we were unhappy, and it's really nobody's business why we're we're happy. Because the funny thing is, is no one ever seems to question and go, Mike, why are you so happy? You know, like, they always want to know, like, why is everything so bad? You know? The thing is, life, life should be about 
you know, enjoying every moment with a smile on your face and taking it all in. And at the end of the day, going to bed, laying your head on the pillow and saying, today was a good day. And now it is, you know, uh, it's it, it, not that it wasn't in the past. I mean, we had those days too. We had a lot of great times in the past, but now it's just a, a, a whole different level of greatness. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and we kind of feel a sense of, you know, like, newness like you know we're back in the garage days again and that excitement as kids like let's go take on the world and and, and conquer the world that's that's what we're feeling um and that's how it feels although our bodies are older you know and it's a little tougher (laughs) to jump around hurts a little more (laughs) Uh, it hurts it hurts a little more but our minds are are the same our hearts are the same and we, we just are loving every minute and i tell you man um it's it's a real blessing, and we couldn't be more thrilled with where we're at as a band right now. And we wouldn't change a thing, man. I mean, we wouldn't change a thing. I mean, we're planning on putting in our other 15 or 20 years or 25 years or however long it's going to be, Lord willing. Uh, we're planning on putting in that time with this lineup. There's, right. there's, no, there's no plans or signs of, of, of doing anything different at all. So when when Perry came aboard and you guys, like how involved was Perry with the uh, with the creative aspect of Goddamn Evil, or was that or was a lot of that already kind of like in place, and then he just kind of yes. came aboard? Yeah, it was already in place, and um, the reason for that is he had commitments. Uh, with Craig Morgan, and then we had commitments with the album. You know, everything was already scheduled and on the books and calendar, and we just kind of had to continue down those paths. Uh, but next time around, you know, I'm sure there will be a lot more involvement. Um, and, you know, we're very open-minded to that. Uh, you know, whatever's best for the album, right. whatever works for the album is, is kind of the way it works here. You know, we, we always go into it uh, very serious and, and wanting to do what's best for the album and that doesn't always mean that it's a you know a group effort uh, in terms of writing a song or it doesn't always mean that it's a group effort effort in terms of uh, producing or whatnot we just got to do what's best for the album and what works the best for the formula and the team and at the end of the day we sit back and we listen to it and we go wow okay this is what works this is amazing see and that's the thing is that because you know and you need to have um that kind of agreement with your band and with whoever's in the band that you know oh, yeah. th- that if this is how th- you know this is this is a uh, a formula you know and Absolutely. you're kind of walking into this so with that being said in the recording process now, he was on the album, correct? Uh, I mean, I... Well, 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 no, he wasn't. Okay, because I saw him credited, but I wasn't sure if he was on the album. Okay, that, so who, who... He was credited. He was credited because he's in the band, but, I mean, we also had... Uh, there's another name on there that's credited as well by the name of John O'Boyle. Okay. And John uh, was a studio player that played on my last solo album. Oh, uh, last few solo that's albums, right. Actually. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and and he's a great player, and um, you know we knew he would be able to you know uh, give us what we needed in terms of bass, uh, and then Oz and I did all the uh, background vocals. Okay, Oz and I and another another guy by the name of Charles Foley. Okay, okay. So by the time Perry came in, you're talking, you know, pretty much everything is is done. So, which is actually in some ways kind of a 
even more of a rickety situation because now he's kind of coming in and going, okay, like I've got to learn these tunes. Um, yeah. But now you've, but again, like we talked about this new blood that has kind of like rejuvenated you, you know, and kind of like you said, kind of like, are there things that you're excited to play again that maybe you haven't played in a while that like you're like, that maybe, you know, maybe your former person had some restraints of playing that now you're like, oh, well, now we got this new guy and we, we want to play this. You know what I mean? Because he's down for it. You know, it. it's, I, I tell you, Perry's, Perry's uh, joy, uh, not just on stage, but in life, is contagious. You know, when I look over at him on stage and I see him smiling ear to ear, and you can tell that he's just really happy to be here and taking it all in. And and the people in the crowd are looking at him and smiling because they they pick up on it, right? Uh, and then I pick up on it and I walk over towards him and I just look at him and we're smiling at each other. <laughs> that's, that's that's the stuff that that I'm talking about. You know, it, 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 that's that's uh, a piece of the puzzle that uh, has been filled, and it, it, we're we're just amazed and it. it brings so much joy to our hearts and that translates over to the performances and to the music and to everything so what is a song that you guys haven't played live in a while or even ever that you were that you'd be like you know what i'd love to bust that one out you know what there's a song on our uh album um fallen and I, I think it's on Fallen. You might have to correct me on this, but I think it's Fallen. It's a song called Big Screen Lives that we recorded. Oh. And we, always, we always dug the song, dug the message, dug, dug the groove. We never played it, so we added that to the set. Um, we obviously added new songs. You know, we've got The Valley, we've got Goddamn Evil, we've got uh, Can't Live Without Your Love, and we have uh, Sorry in the set right now and those go over fantastic that, we're going to rehearse take it take it to the cross uh today and we're going to add that to the set so we'll do, be doing that one special just for you in atlanta <laughs> i love it dude i might have to jump up on stage and be like take it to the cross <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know that my please do man please do because I can't. Sing. <laughs> I was about to say I don't know that my throat would make it through the first two. You know I might just be like you might end up getting like. Take it in, <laughs> you know because yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, but but that was you know like I said what what I what I loved uh, again also about the album was there seems to it's weird it's like and I'm trying to find a way to actually say it in in a good description but it feels like Striper has had like it's almost like it's been divided into like a into like a couple of chapters because you know you know I you know me I'm a big fan but I'm also a very critical fan you know I you know I've talked about this in the past but that like you know some bands come into like, you know, there's always, you know, especially a band that's been around for as long as you guys have or bands from my past, you know, whether it's you guys, whether it's Maiden, I mean, Maiden hit this point, Priest at this point, where there's a, a point where you kind of, where I kind of get lost, where I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know that that was the best stuff, you know, but yep, then like absolutely. all of a sudden, 
Like, so, you know, you had from, like, yellow and black attack to, like, against the law. But then it seemed yeah. like, for me, No More Hell to Pay was where this re- this reborn kind of thing. Yeah. Pun intended, yeah. of course. But you know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. like... Where I was like, oh my god! If no more hell to pay had come after against the law, or even if it had come after in God we trust, it would have made so much sense to me. You know, I would say that. I mean, nothing against uh, against the law, but if it came after in God we trust, I think it would have really taken off. Uh I do personally. Okay, and um, because it's that's the classic striper sound that everybody wants to hear, right? In in my opinion, no more hell to pay. It's like okay, there they are, you know. And then you got fallen, which is a little heavier, but still kind of continuing on with that with that vibe. And then you got goddamn evil, which kind of takes it to a new level, right? And the funny thing was, was that for the last three releases, you guys have yep. made my top albums list. I mean, and it actually, wow. it's tw- 2018's not even over with, and you're already on the list because it's, you wow. know. But, 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 but what I'm getting at with that is that as, as, a, as a metal writer who kind of has his ear to the ground, especially to hear, like, younger bands coming out and this kind of resurgence of, of bands, you know, um... It's almost like the albums you guys are making now are appropriate for where heavy metal audiences are. And but yet they're still appealing to striper fans. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah, we yeah. remember that sound. Well, we're gaining we're gaining I think we're appealing to striper fans for the most part, but we're also gaining a lot of new fans because we're meeting them. I mean, I always ask that question every night. How many people have seen Striper? How many people have not? And there are more people every night that haven't seen us. So that that tells me that these are all new fans, you know? So, and that's an interesting because you did that in Atlanta. And I remember being shocked because you were like, how many people have seen Striper? How many people are seeing Striper for the first time? And there was like this roar. Is is there a bit of concern there for you sometimes, like or at all, that maybe it has something to do with like, um, maybe maybe we've lost kind of like the 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 like the heavy Christian followers along the way and picked up more of a secular metal crowd because no, I mean there's no concern. I mean maybe the thought goes through the mind that okay, wow, you know, uh, not as many people who have seen us, but still a lot uh, versus people who haven't seen us, but uh, there's no fear of it. I mean, it, it, we kind of look at it this way like it's all going to get sorted out in the wash. Right. So the people who aren't supposed to be here or, 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 you know, aren't supposed to be at a show or a fan still, they kind of go, to, like, we've lost some people because of the title. But, you know, if we lose people because of our title after 34 years, <laughs> maybe maybe they shouldn't be a fan. You know, I mean, it, 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 that's kind of sad. I'm actually so glad. We lose someone after we explain it, we put the lyrics up and we say, this is what we mean by it. And they're like, well, I'm out of here. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't support you anymore. It's like, well, okay, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> but we got a lot of people that do support us who get it, who are new fans coming on board. And it's amazing. It's really cool. See, and I'm so glad you brought that up because... 
I thought nothing was funnier than like knowing that I could walk into a Walmart store and buy a Slayer album, but that I can't buy a Striper album. It's so <laughs> you know, so it's actually pathetic. It really is. But at the it's same pathetic. time, you should be totally honored to 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 believe well, on I, the I, on the flip side of it that you've edged Striper I out. I, I, <laughs> I, guess, mean, I mean, you've I mean, edged Slayer out. Is what I mean. You know, like, it's insane. I mean, you know, and for whatever reason, they didn't carry it in store. They did online. To be fair, but uh, in store they didn't carry it, and it's really funny because I, I, I purposely went into a Walmart, my local Walmart, and looked at the music section, and I'm sitting there just laughing. I should have done a live uh, Facebook, and I'm laughing at the albums they did have, yet they won't carry Goddamn Evil. Bro, <laughs> are you are you kidding me? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's double it's... standard to the to the umph degree. Well, and it, 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 it's and it's totally hilarious because, but like it kind of at the same time, like it kind of you know, you know, Striper has always been, you know, you said this this one time we talked. I can't remember if it was the last time, but it was like you know, like you couldn't win with the Christian crowd and you couldn't win with the secular crowd, so no, you just no. always just ended up just being this band that kind of just straddled the middle and was just like, you know what? We're done trying to appease either of you, so whoever yeah. wants to come yeah. along for the ride, hop on. But yeah, we're going regardless of what you like it or not. That's our mentality, dude, and it has been from the very beginning. And it's not that we are cold and don't care. It's just that we have a calling, we have a mission, and we're going to stay on it. And no person is going to change that. No. And so, I mean, but to also kind of touch base on that, and you know, not to dwell on it too much, but it also kind of harkens back to, like, it brings back these these memories of the 80s and the PMRC and this kind of how, like, we're, we're, de- we're still dealing with... levels of censorship but yet at the same time we have high ranking political figures you know and again I'm not I don't want to get too I'm not going to get too political but like even our president who has said inappropriate things in on television but yet Walmart won't carry a CD you know what I mean and so it's always seems like that the music world has is always fighting a battle on its own like you know and not just not just the music world but i mean the world i mean yet walmart carries the most violent video games on the planet that kids go and play day in and day out and it's it's a fact by many you know psychologists and many many people uh that have uh an incredible you know uh, opinion that's legit to say that these video games you know cause uh, people to think more violent and, and maybe even act out more violence. And, and yet Walmart stuffs the shelves with those. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, let's stuff the shelves. And, you know, it comes down at the end of the day to the, to the mighty dollar. It really does. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's the. Uh, yeah, we, we really should have got someone from Walmart in on this call. That would have been fantastic. 
I don't even know if they'd care to, to get in on the call, but, uh, you know, um, it's all good. It's all good. I, I got nothing against Walmart. I still go there to buy my, uh, my Advil, you know? <laughs> I love it. It's like, oh, you won't carry my album, but you know what? I'll buy your Advil. Thanks. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But again, that's it. But, but again, that, that that was to me that was always an aspect of Striper that I always appreciated, and that I still appreciate not only as a fan, but as as a writer and as as an observant. Is that you guys just keep going regardless of what's against you, and yep. you know, you know what I mean? Like, and and, and you yeah. know, you're just always gonna be this way, and. I hear no signs of you guys slowing down. So no, man, no, you know. not yet, not 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 in the near future. I mean, unless again, I always say, Lord willing, you know, uh, if we could stay healthy and keep breathing, um, there's no signs of slowing down at all. Um, you know, and that's the ticket. Obviously, is keeping our health. You lose your health, and you know, it's hard to do anything. Right. Uh, but we're we're trying to stay healthy and. Um, eat right and work out and all that good stuff and uh, man maybe another 15 20 25 years we'll see i don't think another 34 years that's that's kind of a that's a a, a scary thought i don't like that thought <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling that to my wife the other day. I was like, I was like, let's see, I'm 44. I was like, maybe another. And she was like, oh, stop doing the math. It'll depress you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know? I, it's true. And, and she was like, she's like, just be 44 and happy and love it. You know? And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, as a musician myself, I'm going, okay, I'm 44. Like in 30 years, <laughs> I'll be 70. I'll be 70. I'm like, holy shit. Am I still going to be able to do this? And she was like, just don't do the math. It'll depress you. Just keep just doing what and you're you know doing. What? If, if, if we're all still here and, and, and God's blessed us all, dude, you're going to still be you're going to still be doing it. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it, it, it might hurt a little more, but we're going to do it. it. Yeah. You just got to you got to got to pop a, a few more Advils, you know, that's all. Well, so I guess, I guess in closing, uh, I, I want to, because I don't want to keep you too long. I guess I'm sure you got a busy schedule and everything ahead of you is that um, with this tour, like what can we, uh, well, I mean, what has, what has been the, aside from, like you said, like with the, the, you know, the new energy and everything, like what has been something that you've gotten out of this tour or that you're feeling from this tour that you haven't felt in a while as far as like, whether it be artistic or whether it be playing wise or like being more up on your chops. Does that make sense? Like, just, what are you feeling? Yeah, just feeling. Uh, just feeling, you know, I, I'm I'm feeling a, a new joy, mm-hmm. and I said that earlier, but I'll say it again because that's really a perfect word, just joy. I, I, you know, I wake up in the morning and and I I want to do it. I get out of the bunk and it's like, yeah, let's go. You know, there's this this excitement uh, and joy that comes along with that, and and man, it's it's in all of us. We all feel the same thing, and uh, you know that's that comes across when we sound check, when we perform, when we do meet and greets, when we, uh, you know, whoever we come in contact with, it's just, it's this, this spirit mm-hmm. that's here. That's just so cool, man. And you can feel it. You can sense it. And it kind of lifts you up high. It's amazing. Real quick before I hang up, uh, or when, when I call, when I do like a sign off, just hang on for just a quick second so I can tell you a proper goodbye. Okay. So, okay, but anyway, right. but no, but that's so great that, you know, feeling that joy, obviously, 
adds to the energy and that energy projects to the audience you know so like oh, yeah that i i am super excited for you i'm excited for striper i'm excited to for the album i'm excited to see the show when you guys roll into atlanta like um uh, like I, it's 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 an exciting time to be a fan you know it is man and i can't wait for you to see and, and get your opinion and, and hopefully it's a great show and a great night i'm sure it will be and uh, yeah man the, the the best is yet to come buddy we we've got we've got many more years ahead of us and it's going to be the best we're going to we're going to release our best music we're going to re- perform our best shows and uh there's no denying that i mean it's it's for sure it's it's a fact. I'm not just you know trying to pump people up, but that's how we feel and that's what we believe, and it's going to happen. Well, Mike, I am so psyched for it, and I so appreciate you doing interview. Got you know you know it's good when you've lost track of how many times we've talked. So I love that, <laughs> man. So, but I I always appreciate you taking out your valuable time to talk to me, man. Likewise, buddy. Always a pleasure, man. And I can't wait to see it. Let me know when it's live, okay? I sure will, Mike. Well, look, take care, and you have a great tour, and we'll see you in Atlanta. All right, brother. All right, brother. Thanks. Bye, bye.